purpose, obedience, prayer. Girls, let's study the word, discover our purpose, remain in obedience, and fervently pray. Christian Girls Pop. Hey girl, welcome to another episode of Christian Girls Pop. Thanks so much for tuning in. This week's episode is very, very special. We have a special guest that's going to be speaking about responsibility. I'm so excited for y'all to meet her. Her name is Grace Diaz. She is the author of Simply Complicated. She's a traveler. She's like the boss woman that everybody wants to be. I'm so excited for y'all to meet her. Without any further ado, Grace, tell the people what's up. Hey, hi friends. As Stephanie said, I my name is Grace. I love to travel. I <laughs> um, and I also founded the the blog Simply Complicated and a little bit of how that came about. Um, I mean, it's a story, as with all things that God calls us into, which I'm sure everyone can attest to. But um, with that being said, I just felt like with my blog in general, I made it very much for the girl that fits me. Not really, you know, I'm, if you look at my life, my experiences, they don't really fit the mold of what you would think of to be a Christian faith blogger. You know, I, I've always lived in cities. I've lived in four different countries. I'm always moving. I can't cook. I'm just Proverbs 31 woman. I'm still striving to get there. Um, so I just, you know, I wanted to make something a little bit for the 20 something girl who's just, you know, who just is, she's, you know, on her journey towards fulfilling everything God's called her into and, you know, maybe stumbling, getting, getting sidetracked, trying to navigate through all these distractions that life throws at us. So um, I just made it for that girl. Um, and so I, I love it. And I love that, you know, there are other podcasts such as Christian Girls Pop out there for women that, um, you know, that we can identify as. So, yeah, so that's that's a little bit of me. I think it's as complicated as it came out. That's what it is. It's simply complicated. <laughs> that is so funny. Um, so for everyone listening, Grace and I actually just met like maybe a couple months ago. And we hit it off so well. We were like, oh my gosh, like we're going to be great friends. So I'm super excited for y'all to just join in on our conversation. I always like to say, I don't want it to seem like an interview or that I'm just asking a bunch of questions. I hope that y'all feel like you're just sitting at the kitchen table with us, just talking, having girls talk. So Mm -hmm. I'm super excited about this. Um, Simply Complicated is awesome. Just like Grace said, it is for that girl. Whatever you're thinking of and in your head is like, oh, but maybe is it for that girl? Yeah, it's for that girl too. (laughs) Life is so complicated and so simple at the same time, but sometimes we confuse the two, and especially when we bring our faith into it. So I love that Grace um, blogs about the complicated things, the simple things, how we can work through life, how we can just survive in this generation. So if y'all haven't already, um, y'all can check her out. She'll provide some tags and stuff for y'all at the end, so you can reach out and be a part and read her blog. So I'm excited for this. Yes. It's funny that we just met not so long ago because I feel like we've been friends. Like I was like, oh. Yeah, literally. I'm like, hey, girl, it's me. <laughs> and we, we probably talked like four times. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. When you know, you know. Yes. Okay. So we have been talking about responsibility all month long. We've talked about being responsible with the things that God gives us and how to handle them well. We've talked about how to be responsible with scripture, how to just be responsible in our everyday life. And so this is the ultimate summary of everything we've talked about. Um, I'm excited to bring Grace on board for this conversation because she's going to, we're going to really talk about like how to be responsible in the ordinary things, in your job, at your school, wherever you are, and bring your faith into those things and um, just bring that aspect of responsibility into the mix. So Grace, we've talked about it all month. What would you say are some responsibilities of a Christian? Just the the big picture of things, you know, being an example of Jesus Christ at the end of the day. I mean, in your actions, your words, especially your thoughts, I think that's one that we tend to like overlook. Um, your thoughts are, you know, out of the word speaks life or death. So um, making sure that, you know, our actions, our words, our deeds are bringing glory to God or even, you know, just obeying his commandments when 
you know, it goes against popular opinion or it might not make you look very popular with your friends or it's inconvenient to you. Or, you know, sometimes when you get those, I think we can all relate to having that kind of feeling in your stomach where you're faced with a situation and you're like, Ooh, that doesn't feel right. Like something about it. And just going with that gut, which I really believe to be a tug of the, from the Holy spirit. Um, and just obeying that even when, you know, it might, it might make you look or feel different or, or inconvenience you. Yeah, that's really good. I like that. What you just started off by saying, looking like Jesus Christ, that is so hard and Right. It sounds so easy exactly. coming out of the mouth. It's like, oh, be an example of Jesus Christ. <laughs> exactly. We're like, oh, cool. Got it. And then you yeah, done. You're like, yes. wait a minute. I've been bamboo. Yeah, right. It's not easy. <laughs> not at all. Yeah. Um, and so you'll hear that kind of you'll hear that saying thrown around in church, oh, we're gonna just be more like Christ. And you're like, oh wow, that sounds like a great idea. Yeah. And- it requires humility and stripping away of your pride and servanthood. And you're like, okay, I don't, I don't know about this. I- right. Once the testing comes, you're like, Ooh, this being an example, it's a little harder. Than it. This is this what I signed up for. Exactly. I'm like, was this in the fine print on the contract? <laughs> Cause I didn't ask for this. Yeah. That's that sure. And um, that's one big reason that this topic was, on my heart. And I believe that's why God laid it on my heart to talk about it this month, because we know that we're supposed to be like Christ. We know that we're supposed to read our Bible. We know, we know that we're supposed to, you know, spend time with God and pray. We know those things, but sometimes it's not really talked about of what it looks like to be a Christian just every day, what it looks like to look like Christ in mm-hmm. ordinary things. And so I wanted to bring that on board and have that in the in people's minds so that it is not just um, something we do at church on Sunday or something that we're doing just to check something off a list, but it's something that we're really living out everywhere we go, no matter where we are. Mm-hmm. I love that God put this, you know, theme of responsibility on your heart, just because even my mom said it this morning in a quote, she was like, help me not to love the gift, but also love the giver. And it's like, I think sometimes, you know, when, when we get into our faith, we love, you know, the God who gives gifts and, you know, who um, rewards and gives us peace and love and grace. And yes, he's amazing. But, you know, I think there is a responsibility that comes with being a Christian and, you know, having that walk with God. Um, uh, You know, every relationship is two ways. And I, and I love this idea because I think, you know, I'm always one to kind of love on, you know, when I'm going through the verses, I love the verses that are like, oh, God is gracious. He rewards the righteous. But the ones that are like, the ones that are a little bit harder, like the ones that put the work back on me, I'm like, ooh, (laughs) like, (laughs) this is a little, you know, it does take responsibility and discipline and obedience um, to walk with God. Right. When it when it comes to putting things into action, that's when you're like, ah, I yes. don't like this anymore. <laughs> yeah. Like, wait, I liked the good, all the good things. And just like with anything else, responsibility, I feel like it kicks in more when things aren't as easy or as convenient. You know, like when you start off, like you're excited, you got saved, you mm. some old you know, relationships, you're breaking off some old habits, everything's going great. But now it's time for God to show you some of the inner parts of your heart that need to be dealt with. Or now it's time to really put on the robe of servanthood and see what that looks like. You know, mm-hmm. or things like that. And then you're like, okay, this isn't, no one told me about this when I is into my heart you know yeah no that's so true but I love that you know God is so faithful I feel like he definitely meets us where we are like he I think he there's a verse that says like he he knows you know he won't tempt you beyond what you can handle and I think that's so true that he'll like meet us at the level that we're at and start building but I've definitely as I'm sure you and and the listeners can relate to wherever you are in your faith journey, it's like when you look back, you could see kind of how that seeds developed in terms of, you know, it started and you're getting to know him and love him. And then you kind of get those tests. Like he's, he's building it like a father disciplines his children. You know, it's all, it's out of love. (laughs) Absolutely. I've used this example quite a few times of like a two-year-old, a father won't give a two-year-old a diamond ring 
unless he's okay with it being flushed on the toilet or something like that. Just because right. two olds can't handle that level of responsibility or and they don't understand the true value of the diamond ring that they've been given. In the same sense, a father would give maybe a 20-something-year-old daughter a diamond ring or a diamond necklace because he has understood that she will be able to take responsibility for it. She will value it. And there's been tests and times for her to prove that through her life. And so I feel like that's what God does for us. He gives us little things at a time. He doesn't lay it all on our plate at one time, but he constantly increases our level of responsibility and things that he wants from us over time. And just like you said, he's faithful. So he's there with us the entire time. That is, it's, that is so true. I even think, you know, I'm like vision boards and goal dreaming are, are such a big thing in, in today's culture. And I too, myself, you know, do that. And sometimes when I look at what, you know, the plans and goals I have for myself, I'm like, if God were to just give this, lay it on a plate to me right now, like I couldn't even handle this responsibility. Like I'm a, I'm a mess right now. Like I can't, you know? <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm glad, you know, that he, that he's so gentle and patient with us and just, and, and just meets us um, right where we are. Yes. That, that is literally me. Like <laughs> Think of things that like futuristic things for myself, for Christian Girls Pop, for my family, all these different things. And I'm like overwhelmed and stressed. And then I remember, oh, wait, I'm not doing that right now. And then I'm like, OK, 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 I'm OK. But it's just that that futuristic thought of like, oh, my gosh, like that's what God wants for me. But it's knowing that one, that he'll be faithful Two that he won't just dump it on us and leave. And right. three, that he he knows when it's the right time for us to have it. Right, right. Um, so all month long, Christian Ghost Pop has been discussing several ways of being responsible with our faith. What do you think are ways or what are ways that you can encourage the listeners to upkeep their faith? I believe in, in my experiences, the number one way is just to always time, make time for him, honor God with your time. I can't stress that enough. I know today's world is full of distractions and you know we live in a culture that glorifies being busy but making sure your schedule looks like a schedule that honors god that your world is centered upon god and you're you know not the other way around or vice versa so that would be my main thing of course you know pray fervently in that time that you're spending with him and meditating upon his word secondly one thing i love about your um topic last last um, month was on community I think that is huge you know you want to definitely nourish yourself with life-giving people who water your well not dry it out um, that's so big and important and in, in my experience um, that I can say and thirdly just also I think this one seems to as I tend to overlook it sometimes but honor God with your body um, the, your body is a temple and the way you eat dress um, should be, you know, glorifying to him. And, you know, there's a verse that says run in such a way to obtain that prize. And I always think, you know, if I'm going to run, like I need to be like in a, my body needs to, you know, be healthy and honoring um, that way I can do his work. I'm like, I'm here on assignment. I need to make sure, you know, things are in place. So I think yeah, honoring God with your time, um, keeping your community very, um, representative of a community that is, you know, faithful and um, seeking God and then honoring God with your body and your spirit, of course. Yeah, I think those are really, really, really great things. There's no formula to keeping a strong faith and keeping a strong relationship with God, but these are very great things that we can do. And it doesn't mean, for anyone listening, it doesn't mean that you have to do all of them, but these are suggestions. These are great ways to keep that strong relationship with God and be strong in your faith. I love what Grace said about time. So many of us love to have that excuse of, I don't have time. We do, but it just depends on where we prioritize it. We all have the exact same amount of time in the day. And I'll hear people say like, wow, I don't, I don't know how you get it all done. I'm like, I find a way I prioritize to make sure that I get the things done that I need to get done. And so if my relationship with God is that important to me, if my faith is that important to me, I'm going to make sure that I prioritize that. I just mentioned this in the podcast from last week, but a couple of things that I do is I try to make sure that I spend time with God right when I wake up. And of course, every time I say that I'm tested and I'm like, oh, man, <laughs> I'm like, oh, 
whoops, my bad. I <laughs> told everyone else to do that. <laughs> I challenge myself to do it right when I wake up. That's when my mind is the most free. That's mm-hmm. when I can um, get my day going. It helps me throughout my day. I know that I've put God first and he's going to guide me through the day. And it really just sets me on a good foot. Mm-hmm. So I love what you said about honoring God with your time. Because when we honor God with our time, he shows up. He blesses that. And it's not that, oh, you do this and he'll do that in return. But it's the sense of, you honor God and he notices and he blesses you for it. Mm, Amen. That is so true. And I think also just, you know, relying on his grace on those mornings, you know, when you wake up and you can't like, you know, those Murphy's laws kind of days where just life is, there's fires you need to put out. Um, You know, God is so great, gracious and definitely just keeping, trying to keep that consistent. Um, And, you know, depending on him, he's always there throughout the day. You know, even if you don't, some days you'll have an hour, some days you'll have 10 minutes, but he's, he knows our hearts and he knows, um, you know, when we're, when we're doing our best. For sure. And I'm so grateful for that grace because (laughs) you and I both. (laughs) I also really like what you said um, about uh, making sure you have people that water your well instead of dry it out, because that is a huge factor. I remember a time when I was really trying to be serious about my walk with God and <clears throat> and um, really strive towards building a strong relationship with Christ. But the people I was surrounding myself with weren't exactly striving towards the same things. They were believers, you could say, but they weren't really, I guess you could say, on fire for God, or they weren't really trying to really go deeper in Christ. They were just okay with this superficial level of, I know God, I believe in him, the end. And so that was affecting me because I felt like I was being hindered in my growth. And so think about it. If we're talking about responsibility, how am I going to upkeep my faith? How am I going to really put myself in a position to grow in Christ if the people around me aren't really encouraging me to do that? And and, and it's not that you just can't be around those people at all, but it was affecting me to the sense that I was like, oh, okay, maybe I won't pray then, or maybe I won't mm-hmm. go to this because no one else is doing it. And so um, this goes back to what you said at the beginning. We have to look more like Christ, no matter what it costs us or no matter the inconvenience that may come with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. And honoring your body, yes. Um, I always say that we are holistic beings. And I feel like God cares about all areas of our lives, including our physical health, mental health, spiritual health, all of it together. And Mm -hmm. if we're talking about responsibility, if God has called us to things, but we are not taking care of ourselves enough to keep us there. Imagine how that affects not only us, but others that are waiting on us to do what God has called us to do. If I'm supposed to be doing A, B, and C, but I haven't been even taking care of myself. I haven't been sleeping. I haven't been eating right. Now my body's all out of whack. I've been slacking on this. I've been, you know, messing up on that area. Now it's affecting others. It's not just affecting my own body and my own temple. And so honoring our body with what we eat, how we exercise, sleeping. No one talks about sleeping. They think, <laughs> like God called us to rest and he created us to yes. rest, you know? And so- All of those things together are so, so necessary. Those are really good points. Oh, yeah. Um, So in dealing with the topic of responsibility, I've mentioned in some of the podcasts about taking our faith outside of the church and not just it being a Sunday thing, but really being responsible with sharing the gospel and spreading the word to others everywhere. Where are some areas and places that you feel that Christians really need to take their faith? I love that you added this question. I think that, you know, my first thought when I when I read this is take it everywhere, just spread it like wherever you go. Um, I feel like, you know, I, I love the way I love church and, you know, Bible study and when you're in community with other, you know, Christians or people of faith. But I really do believe, you know, God calls us to go out there and, you know, disciple to the nations and make other people, you know, um, experience the love that we're experiencing and um and so I believe you know so strongly in my heart everywhere he leads you I mean some places he'll you know to the gym work dorms wherever your um wherever whatever season this finds you in or the environment that you're in right now um whether that's your college student your you know 
just outside of college into your first working place. You're at your parents' home, um, living there with them. You are wherever this podcast finds you. Um, that's where you need. That's where he he's planted you right now, and he wants you, you know, to to meet you there and help you blossom and um, experience the love that he's that he's given you. So. For me, I don't know how to answer that besides saying everywhere. Yeah, no, that's that's perfect. I I love that because we sometimes, like I mentioned, we think that church, Christ, our faith needs to only be at the church or when we're around Christians or around believers or at a Bible study or something like that. But that is so true. Every single place that we go, we have to be vigilant to take it with us if you're at the nail salon you know just say god bless you like be nice to the people that are there if you're working out at the gym you know just showing the love of christ wherever you go will really make a difference i think sometimes we underestimate it and we just like oh okay like sure yeah i'll take my faith everywhere but we really don't understand how beneficial it can be especially Mm -hmm. to the kingdom of god you can reach people just by your smile just by your attitude just by, you know, simply showing them um, the love and the joy of Christ that we have within us. And so, yeah, that's so good. Every single where, every single place that we are. And I love that you said wherever this podcast meets you, because sometimes we think, oh, well, this doesn't really apply to me because, I mean, I just go to school. That's the perfect place right there. Or mm-hmm. even in this weird pandemic situation, where you're like, well, I'm not really anywhere besides my house. Well, you better start showing the love of God. <laughs> That's your ministry right yeah. now. Right there, right where you are. So we all have a certain level of responsibility. And um, that is simply to show people the love of Christ and, um, you know, bring them into the kingdom of God. It definitely. I don't feel like anything that God does in our lives is out of purpose. There's always purpose into something. So sometimes even though it might seem like, you know, God's, you know, rewinded us on our journey. It's really not. Maybe there's something that he wants to work inside you before he gets you back to where you were or, you know, takes you into the bigger, the next, the next big thing for you. Um, Nothing is done out of purpose. Just trust him, just believe him. And on top of that, something that um, you, you hit on when you were discussing that was just, I always remember that God is a businessman. And we're his workers, like we're here on assignment. I think it's very easy to get caught up in the trivial and just in our lives and in our worlds. And we forget like there's such a bigger picture. We're not here to get the rewards, to get the glory. We are here to get people to know God. So I think where else to do that than outside of, you know, um, we, we get watered you know, in church and in our community, but then we go out and we preach that love that we, that we have felt. So um, I, that's why I really love that you have this question in here. Yeah, that's, that's perfect. That's encouraging for me, if no one else, that's definitely encouraging to just be reminded that God has purpose for every single thing. Even the craziest of times that we're living in right now, there's still purpose. There's still revival that can spring out. There's still souls to be saved. There's still responsibility that we have, even in the craziest of times. Um, But I just feel led to just be, to encourage that with our responsibility also comes grace. So it's not that we're just given this and he just walks away. So you mentioned that God is a businessman. He's like the best businessman boss you could <laughs> ever think of, right? Like, he's like, here, I have an assignment for you, but I'm not just going to lay it on your desk and walk away and tell you to have it for me in a week. I'm going to lay it on your desk to tell you to have it for me in a week, but I'm going to sit next to you yes. and help you through it. I'm going to show you how to do it. It's like a live tutorial, right? And right. Like, okay, just step by step. Like, he is, I love that example. He literally is like the best boss ever the best assignment giver and so as he gives us responsibility he also gives us the most amount of grace that we could possibly think of and so if you think oh he's laid something on my plate that's too much or I just don't feel like I can do it because a lot of times even at our workplace we feel like the boss does that he'll give (laughs) things and we're like wait you want me to do it like (laughs) um did I read that right (laughs) like I'm sorry, was this email for me or someone else? <laughs> there <laughs> are two Stephanie's in this in yeah. this organization. Which one? <laughs> I'm gonna just forward it to her. She wants it. 
Um, but sometimes those bosses do just give you assignments and they just leave, right? And they're like, we trust you, you can do it. And it's not necessarily a bad thing, but sometimes it can be a little overwhelming for you or stressful because you're like, what? I don't know what I'm doing. Um, with God, he gives us assignment. He will send you that email that you were not expecting, but he's also like, also click this link here and here's my grace. And, right, and I'm going to equip you with every gift you yes. need to do it and some. <laughs> yes, exactly. So for anyone who feels like they've recently been giving some, been given something that they feel overwhelmed with or feel like it's just too much or I don't know or I don't even know if I should be doing it, take it day by day, step by step. Abide in him and he will abide in you. Like stick with him. Um, don't feel like just because he's given it to you that you just have to do it on your own. He's given it to you, but he's going to be with you every step of the way too. Oh yeah. He will never tempt you beyond what you can handle. And even if you think, Oh, Oh, like I got myself into this. I went outside of God's plan or will for my life. What's amazing is that God turns everything out for good. He will never let you be put to shame. And that is in the Bible. So <laughs> meditate on that promise for the girl who's listening and overwhelmed right now. <laughs> yes. Yes, for sure. He, he won't do it. He He's so faithful. He's really, really good. So we've been talking about God being the businessman and being in the workplace. In the workplace specifically, how can Christians honor God? This is so, especially in, you know, America where, you know, studies show that we spend 90,000 hours, the average American working. It's about one third of the average life. The workplace is a huge ministry for us as Christians to go and show and be an example of Christ. So I am passionate about, you know, using the workplace as a ministry. And I think one of the ways, just speaking from examples in my life that I found um, so prevalent where I can exercise my faith is with my spirit. I think, you know, who here works in a job that they have not been tested or had a time where they, you know, haven't been like a BC, I call it grace BC, like before Christ version of grace, where she wants to just pop <laughs> off and like get really fiery. So if you have, if you have, if you work at a job where everything is peaceful, can I, can you please like send me an email after? Cause I want to apply to that job. Um, but I feel like, you know, honoring God with your spirit is, huge. And I think that's a huge example of Christ when you can, you know, be able to hold your tongue and not let anger, you know, um, get to you and to just respond in a calm, cool and collected manner. Um, Proverbs says, you know, he who rules um, his spirit is better than he who takes a city. And that always convicts me sometimes when I do want to, you know, get overwhelmed or, you know, be respond very shorthanded to someone or get revenge on someone who might have, you know, um, you know, spited me in some way. Um, so that's been huge for me, just honoring God with your spirit. Second comes with identity. And um, for this, one of my own struggles has been coming into the workplace, being the first person in my family to go into the corporate world um, and to travel, you know, out of the country to go into a job that came with insecurity that came with feelings of being unqualified. And I think that comes with a lot of times when we do follow God, his plan does call us to be braver than we think we can be because his plans for us are always bigger than we are. So with that, you know, of course we're going to feel a little insecure, a little underqualified, but it's important. I believe in our jobs to remember whose we are. It's not me. It's who, you know, what God is doing through us. Um, so just hanging on to those, you know, verses, be strong and courageous. You're clothed with strength and dignity. The Proverbs 31 woman, you're anointed. Your head is anointed with oil. And, you know, you don't need to prove yourself. It's God who gives you that favor. He calls you into those places. You don't need to do a thing. It's because you are a royal, you know, anointed child of God. Um, and so that's been huge for me. Third, um, you know, loving others. That sounds so easy just coming off the tongue. <laughs> 
<laughs> love others, just, you know, live as an example of Jesus Christ. But it really does take a lot, you know, during loving the unlovable or the people that are a little bit harder for you to love in the workplace and just extending that love because he first loved us at the end of the day. And one that has been really, especially in this new job I that I've been working at, that I, that God has been working um, in me is on, you know, serving your manager dutifully. Mm. not letting your ego get in the way um being okay with those less glamorous you know tasks that you get assigned to um you know david if you look if you're new and um in your faith walk and haven't heard about david go and read a little bit more about him but you know he was anointed as a king and yet he still worked in the pasture all that time before he got promoted to the palace and he did it dutifully and you know that's what we all um should be doing in our work not work Working to please man, to get promotions, to win favor, but we're working to bring glory to God. Um, you know, whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as if working for the Lord and not for human masters. It says that in Colossians 3.23. And I, I just, I, I always come back to that, you know, when I find myself kind of doing the less, you know, glitzy, glamoury tasks of the day and just getting kind of like into the mundane, um, just remembering that verse and, and having it written on my heart. Um, and that's just a few examples of how we can really be a light um, in our workplaces. But I really do feel like that's a huge ministry for believers to really take their faith into those spaces um, as, as well. And I'm sure you can attest to the same. Yeah, there, girl, there was so much good stuff. I was like, wait, I know that was a lot. <laughs> that was so good. All of it. Like, the yes. listeners, if you don't, yeah, you might want to pause here. <laughs> just... Right. Pause, rewind, get your notepad. I didn't even come up for breath on that one. I'm sorry. Right. <laughs> that was all so good. Okay, so I'm going to try to hit a couple points that you talked about. First, yes, the ministry, I mean, um, workplace is such a huge ministry. Um, I, I remember there was a time in my life when I was applying for jobs and there was this huge battle that I was facing because a lot of people just were trying to decide what I should do, which sounds dumb, but you know, hey, um, <laughs> basically trying to tell me what job I should have and where I should go and what I should do. Yeah, I'm the only one waking up for work. Anyways. Um, <laughs> Beware of they. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> DJ Khaled. <laughs> Talk about it. Um, so as I began to work at my job, which I knew is exactly where God wanted me, I saw how much of a harvest field it was and how much of a great place for ministry it was. And especially now, so I work night shift, which most of the world doesn't. And so I always see like what a great time for ministry. Who else is going to be able to minister to those who work night shift because our schedule is so different from everyone else's and so a lot of times we're sleeping during the day so if you're doing outreaches in the community we're missing it because we're sleeping if you're wanting to talk to us or you know build a relationship or that kind of thing and have that you know those jesus talks and all of that it's a little bit harder just because we're awake while everyone else is asleep and so i saw like wow this is exactly where god wants me I have 12 hours, since I'm in there, it's 12 hour shifts, mm -hmm. 12 hours with all of these beautiful souls. This is 12 hours of opportunity for me to be used by God. And it's just really cool to see like where God places you for such a time as this. And he prepares you knowing that you're going to have that job, knowing that you're going to go to that certain place. And so he sends people your way that need to hear the gospel and, you know, feel that warmth of God. So, Yeah. That's yeah. it's so I love that you said that he that he he already you know he writes the details of our lives before we even know and just in terms of a little bit of my experience too I'm right now working as an HR coordinator um, in New York City for a marketing company and my whole role has pivoted during this um, you know crisis to be in heading our wellness and diversity and inclusion initiatives and I feel like in this time that seems a little bit dark you know in our in our world I'm really called there to be a light to my company and that's what he's calling each of us to I think whatever season whatever place whether you know employed or unemployed that you know this message finds you at it really is when there is no light be the light um, he you know that's that's our main thing 
and I, that's why I really I I do believe that this topic of responsibility is so divine timing sent from him and I'm so glad that you know you brought this to the table you're right he writes all the small details we always think that he cares so much about the big ones which he does and mm -hmm. sometimes that's the only ones that we pray for the job the car the house right that those big things are what we consider to be big things, but we forget that he cares about how much sleep you get, what what um, friends you have, what coworkers you have, how far away your job is from your house, your commute. You know, mm -hmm. he cares about all of the small things. One thing I brought up <laughs> the other day mm -hmm. is I found my favorite taco spot, and it's next to my job. Well, there's different <laughs> tacos are my favorite food, hand down, hand down, and. I've been looking for like a different spot to go to because the one by my house isn't really that convenient to get to. And I stopped for a gas one day and I saw my taco spot right there. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> and I was like, you see, like the Lord really be out here looking out for you, girl. Right? He's really, he's like, I got you. I'm going to give you a great job and your favorite tacos right there next to it. I'm like, he loves me. Won't he will. Won't he do it? Won't he do it? <laughs> Girl, I was so happy. Um, yes. But something else I wanted to bring up that you said when you talked about serving dutifully, and that is something so easy to say, very hard to live out, but such an important concept to grasp. Anytime we look at Jesus, we see his servant's heart. We see that he took time to not only speak about being a servant, but live it out in his daily life, he washed disciples' feet. He went into the crowds. He gave his all. I mean, and ultimately he died for us, which is the ultimate sign of servanthood and the ultimate um, symbol of that. And so as we're looking like Christ more um, each day and as we're trying to be more like him, this is such a great way. And it's something that's really gonna kind of poke at your pride and it's mm -hmm. necessary. It's so humbling. Um, when you, when you really have to go and, you know, love someone that's unloved, uh, that's harder to love, or you have to do those quote unquote, like the busy bee jobs or, you know, some kind of busy work jobs, or you're like, I'm above this. Like I'm more qualified than this. Why do they have me doing this? You know, those mm -hmm. kind of things, it's, it can be a, a very, it seems like, like an attack on your pride, an attack on your spirit, because you're right. like, wait, like I don't want to do this or I should be doing something different. But when you're willing to still, um, you know, strap up your work boots and do it anyway with a smile, with a great attitude, mm -hmm. notice people are willing to, you know, just kind of wonder like, hey, there's something different about her. There's something unique that she's bringing to this area that no one else has. We're all about peace. Stephanie BC was a little ratchet, but it's like, <laughs> um, as an encouragement to y'all, if you're on the job and you're having issues with your coworkers, which you will from time to time, mm -hmm. just know that where God has you is exactly where you need to be. And if we're going back to being reminded that he's faithful and that, you know, he's this great businessman, he's there with you wherever you are. And so he's trusted you enough to be in that situation and to um, say what needs to be said, act how a Christian should act and, you know, really just portray the love of Jesus to people who, may have never, ever experienced that in their entire life. Right. That is so well said. I love that you said that he's, you know, with you in the workplace. I think sometimes in my early, you know, I sometimes I forget that God goes with me, even when I'm in the workplace, like behind a, you know, a computer or wherever I am, he's there. And he's never, you know, you're never far. You can't, it's not like you can't cry out to God. I've had some of my most powerful prayers just being, 10 seconds under my breath, like, God, I need you to show up and give me courage right now because I'm at my end. And, and then you see him come through for you. Um, he's not limited to, you know, in your meditation comfort zone in your home. He is everywhere. Um, and he's near to those who call on him. So I love that you, that you hit on that. Absolutely. I think sometimes we think we have to pick God up and put him down in certain areas. Mm -hmm. And it's not like a child at daycare. Like you don't have to drop him off and pick him up after work. You take him with you and let him be a part of your day and just watch how things really change. And so even if it's not work, if it's school, if it's um, being at home with your family all day, whatever that looks like, take him with you every step of the way. 
Oh, right. And I would be, one thing I forgot to mention that I would be remiss if I don't is, especially being in this remote work environment, um, not sure with you it's a little bit different, but in, in terms of my um, my workspace right now, I'm, you know, across the country back in LA while I still am working in New York and, you know, not having your manager looking, you know, behind your back, it's a lot easy to get a little bit more relaxed in your work and, you know, scroll through your IG a little more often than you would normally if you were in the office. So just yeah. remembering that scripture, you know, you're doing your work according to God. Like it's, you know, be, do it excellently. And you're not, you know, you're doing it, you're doing it to please him. So just remembering to, um, to be excellent in your work, even when you don't have those, those, um, you know, pressures as much on you. Yeah, that's so good. I actually used that scripture last week in the podcast. That is hands down one of my favorite. It was like my go-to quote and it's pretty popular. You know, a lot of people use it, but I love it because it just reminds me of what I'm doing, who I'm doing it for, um, mm. that we're on assignment. And so I remember that, yes, I may have to do physical, earthly things here, but at the end of the day, my assignment is spiritual. My assignment is for God, and that is the right. reason why I'm here. And so I need to make sure I'm taking that seriously. And so, yeah, like making sure I'm reminding myself I'm doing this for God. And so I mentioned in the podcast last week, like, would we bring God some half done work or would we, you know, really put effort and show him our best? And I hope that, you know, we would do the latter. And so we can do that same with everything, even if it's the the physical paperwork that we have to do for our job. Let's do it 100 percent. Like you said, it's easy to get a little bit lackadaisical or a little bit just kind of relaxed just because we're like, oh, OK, nobody's watching me. I'll get it done by the end of the day. I am so guilty of that. Um, <laughs> but it's just remembering like okay, I could put this off, but I'm doing this for the Lord at the end of the day. I am wanting to do all things in excellence. And so this will also be a form of doing that. And so I need to make sure I, I'm doing that well. Right. It's not we have to. It's we get to. It's really a gift and a blessing from God that we're put in these positions to be able to do work for him. Yeah. And when we like change our mindset and change our perspective and see it that way I feel like it just makes things a little easier anytime that I'm right. wanting to complain I want to whine about something I remember that I get to do I get to do this even if it's being completely honest even it's for even if it's something for Christian girls pop I mm -hmm. absolutely love what I'm doing I love what God has called me to do but there's like you know the physical paperwork side of things there's a legal side of things there's just a little small inconveniences here and there that I'd rather yeah. not do, right? But in all things, I am doing this for the Lord. And I know that it's necessary in order for me to handle what God has given me and to take responsibility for. It. And so I'm willing to do it because one, I know I'm doing it for him. Two, I know that this is a privilege. And so I want to make sure that I'm honoring it. This is a gift. This is something that I don't have to have, but the Lord has graced me with it. So I want to make sure that I'm taking care of it well. Hmm. I love the way you said that. Yeah, you don't have to. He wants you to have it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So we talked kind of about the the good side of things, like the great side of responsibility, how it looks to, you know, show your faith and bring it to the workplace, all these great things. So we always want to make sure that we're talking about things in a full picture. So what consequences would you say that we could anticipate if we're not being responsible Christians? For this question, I, I, again, I like, I feel like I love all your questions that you put on here, but I don't know about you. I've always wanted big things for my life. Any of the listeners listening to this, who wants average when you can have way above beyond average things that you can't even imagine. And I just feel like I get so convicted when, you know, I, I think about it and I'm like, okay, I want I want a lot. So that's going to ask me to, you know, it's going to require a lot that's faith without works is dead. So um, I always think about that, you know, when I'm getting lazy or not taking what God's given me um, for if I'm taking it for granted or anything in, in such a matter as that. And I'm, I'm, I almost, I'm fearful. Like I don't want to miss out on the things that God has for me because he, you know, he was like, Grace, I tried to give this to you, but you were being, you know, 
relaxed with it. You weren't moving. So I'm going to go give it to the person who, who is ready to move and who does want to surrender their heart to me. And for anyone that wants to dig into that a little bit deeper, you can look into the story of um, Solomon and David, where Solomon, you know, he, he got caught up. And so God was like, well, this, you know, it's not, it, he doesn't need you. I think that's important to remember um, with God. He really doesn't. He wants you to have certain things, but he's, um, you know, it, it, it's up to us to really, to really take that responsibility and ownership. Um, so with that, you know, being said, I feel like in Proverbs, it says, blessed are those who keep my ways, listen to my instruction and be wise. And that always gets me because I'm like, I don't, I can't even imagine what blessings mean in God, in God's mind. Like I, I don't even, I can't fathom it. And I'm just like, I want to know everything that he has for me. And I know that's going to take me being responsible and doing my part of the work. And so I just, I feel that within, in terms of that, the consequence for not being responsible is missing out on all the fruit that God has for you. That's honestly like a scary thing to imagine, you know, like, Wow. I'm like, I'm scared. Like, oh my gosh, like I need to go check myself real quick. You know, just like imagine it's just like God saying, like, imagine what I could have done with you, what your life could have looked like if you were willing to be responsible, if you were really if you were willing to surrender, if you were willing to um, you know, do the things that I asked you to do. Imagine how different your life could have been. And that's a very humbling thought to have. I just feel like even in terms of not even on the other side of that from the reward, I've been in many seasons where I've, you know, I just came out of a season of unemployment and I'm not sure if, if any of the listeners can, can attest to this, but there is a peace that comes with knowing God and you can be in some of the most trying seasons of your life or times or experiences or circumstances. And, and you just feel this, this peace and this joy and, and, and this sense of comfort and assurance and just resting and knowing him. And I don't want to, you know, living on my own is not worth it. Like I, I, I need that peace to experience because I know that whatever season of life, whether the valleys or the lowlands, whatever, I just know he's going to be with me. And, and that's what I cling on to it. And I'm very fearful of losing that. Yes, for sure. Sometimes we just get so caught up in our own thing. And we just forget to add God into the mix and really invite him into our areas, the areas of our life. And so you're right, like, I never want to be in a place where I'm trying to do it without him. I'm trying to just do it on my own. You're right. It is not worth it at all. Zero out of 10 recommend. <laughs> oh, yes. Zero out of 10. And I think that's where my story comes into this a lot is because before, you know, during college years when I wasn't as strong in my faith, I was relying all on my own. And I was so into the self-help books and so into, you know, I could get this 10 minute gusto where I was like, yeah, we're going to do this. But I would always end up right back to where I started in the self-help book aisle down at the bottom of the mountain again, because our self, you know, our, our confidence and the world loves to sell you this idea of, you know, it's all about the self, you know, and I, and God meets us where our self ends. And I just feel like he takes us into those places and um, yeah, doing it alone. I just, it's, it's not worth it for anyone listening. I tried. <laughs> it's not worth it. Yeah. Girl, that, what you just said is, fire you said god meets us where our self ends that is so good because you're right the world tries to give us this i guess this model of you know just do it all yourself and you know make it happen on your own and that's great you know achieve your goals yeah. things but don't leave god out of it invite him in the goals that you have will be amplified when you have god the blessings that you think that you'll receive will just be in abundance when you're really inviting God into the mix. He will bless you like Ephesians 3:20 beyond what you can think or imagine and you'll look back and you'll what and you'll just be amazed at what God did with your life. So yeah, we don't have to do it ourselves. Going back to um you know responsibility. <laughs> right? Responsibility comes with grace and so as we're remembering that, we're remembering that um our Self doesn't ourself like doesn't not have to be the only thing that is contributing to whatever it is. 
Like right. we do our part. That doesn't mean that you just give it all to God and be like, all right, you do it. He's going to ask things of you. He's going to ask you to be his hands and feet. But that doesn't mean that you're operating alone, that you have to do this on your own. And um, and it doesn't mean that you have to like ha- know all the answers, you know, like he's, he's right. there with you. So, yeah, he meets you where yourself and that's a word. Yeah, he is amazing. <laughs> so good. So good. Um, so we um, are big on purpose, obedience, and prayer at Christian Girls Pop. Those are the pillars for CG Pop. So dealing with the topic of responsibility, how do you think those pillars really fit into the mix? Yeah, I think they go hand in hand, to be honest. I mean, each one of us is called to fulfill a purpose during our time here on this earth. And my purpose is going to look different than yours. It's going to look different than, you know, someone listening to this podcast. But in order to do that, it's our responsibility. We have a part to play in this. Like any relationship, I'm a communication major, a little bit of a background, and any good relationship, it's it goes both ways. It's not one without the other. It's both working together. And, you know, faith without works is dead. I can just drop the drop the pen right there and end it with that. But that's you know what it comes down to. I think it does call us to, in order to fulfill that purpose, we do need to be obedient. We need to pray fervently. We need to keep our hearts guarded in his word. And I know, you know, that can sound really easy coming off the tongue, but it's, it's complicated, it's simply complicated. You know, there is so much that goes into that, but that is all part of the journey of growing in your faith with God. It's he's going to be there with you. He's going to coach you. He's going to give you everything you need in order to to fulfill that purpose. But there are, you know, times where it's going to it's going to call you to it's going to make you resist a little bit it's going to be uncomfortable it's going to be new and 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 that's always that's always how i kind of know it's god because he he's always calling me into some you know something that's out of my comfort zone or yeah. he's calling me to to look into the deeper into those places within myself that i need to get rid of um in order to look more like him and and it feels uncomfortable and it's you know it's, it comes with a sense of discomfort but I always know, you know, it's, it's part of my responsibility as a believer that it's, it's less about me and more about him and what he wants to do and accomplish through each one of us. Absolutely. It, it takes effort. It takes action on our part. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that can be a little scary, you know, just, oh, like God really wants me to do this. Like you said, (laughs) pulls us out of our comfort zone. I tell you, anytime people ask like, oh, like, how did Christian Girls Pop like come to be? And I'm like, well, how much time do we have? You know, (laughs) it was a journey. It was a process and it still is. I haven't necessarily arrived anywhere per se, you know, it's still a journey and a process until I see him. But Mm -hmm. um, it's just that daily, like willing to surrender yourself, willing to submit to the father, knowing that whatever he's called you to, no matter how scary it is, no matter how terrifying it may seem is, going to bless the kingdom it's going to bless this world and you don't have to do it alone so yeah it takes it takes an effort and i think all three of these pillars really have to be in synergy they all have to be working together to really fulfill what god wants for your life yeah definitely and just you know always coming back to even it's our responsibility in some ways to to rest as well you know to and to know when he's calling us to go and when he's calling us to rest and, and it really comes with that obedience of, um, you know, being in, in your word and in his word, I'm sorry, in his word and, and praying with him. And, um, yeah, it's a, it's a lot. <laughs> yeah. And I like that, you know, we can just be honest and open about it and not just be like, Oh yeah, you can do it. It's going to be great. Like I always want to, you know, keep it real and let everyone that's listening know that, we're not here to, you know, put on a show or just pretend like it's all fine and dandy. There are situations that are hard. There are things that God calls us to that are just straight up hard. But mm-hmm. once we begin to do them, we realize that he's with us, that the grace is there. And we realize that it's doable. And um, just anything that he has put in our lives, our purpose, whatever he has places here on this earth for will require some some sweat, blood, and tears. Like, it's going to require some things out of you. It's going to pull you and stretch you and mature you and, you know, strip some pride out of you and really 
dig down to the depths of your heart. You know, it's going to it's going to get real. But know that one, you're not alone because you have God Two, you're not alone because you have a sisterhood here. at Christian girls pop. You have your community. Hopefully, you know, you have people in your life that can be that light and be that encouragement for you. So whatever he's called you to, he will um, complete that work in you. Amen. And if you don't have that community, come to one of us because we will help. <laughs> yes, yes, because I just never want anyone to feel like they're going uh-huh. through alone. You know, it's it's mm-hmm. the world is scary enough. Being a girl is crazy and complicated enough. Like there's enough to already just complicate things, you know. Um, yes, so yes. if we can be any assistance to you in any way, if we can provide some encouragement, support, prayer, Whatever it is, we are here for that for sure. Lifting while we climb. Yes, that. Mm, yes, snap, snap, snap. <laughs> I'm a quote person. <laughs> I love quotes so much. So this is a little bit off topic, but mm-hmm. you have told me already that you are releasing a book soon, and um, you mentioned that you really just want to help girls like us just navigate through life while mm-hmm. keeping your life centered on God. So I know you don't have to. You don't have to tell us everything, but. Um, can you give us a little spoiler alert about your book? Definitely. Um, I basically, I touched on it a bit earlier, but with my book, I always just, every time, you know, when I sat down to write it, I really felt like I was writing to that BC Grace version of myself. The one that, you know, she knew who God was, but she wasn't exactly sold out on Christ. And even even now, I still have to, you know, go and, and refresh myself in some of those um, pages that I've written in the book because, you know, righteous was when, well, we're running this race, we do, you know, they we fall down sometimes. We feel there's times we feel stuck. And um, I think it's always important to remember stuck is a choice. And that's who I write, who I wrote this book for, for that girl that might feel a little bit stuck right now that, you know, might be kind of at the bottom of the mountain again. Um, just to look up again and to keep get back in the race get back you know the the righteous they they fall seven times but they get up eight and and that's who i really wrote it for for that girl that i was back in college you know in the in the intimacy of my dorm room just feeling really alone and um knowing that i had a purpose but not really being you know um sold out on it. So I, I wrote it for her just to, to make her look up. And, and speaking of, you know, responsibility in this book, I feel that, you know, it is a responsibility to believe in what God has told us, has told us. And that's why in the book, I fill it with so much scripture, because at the end of the day, I just want it to lead women 20-something women who are going through life back to him, back to the great I am, back to his word, back to his open arms. That's what I really would hope that this book does. And, um, you know, there is a level of responsibility that comes with that. It's not all him. He's there waiting for us with arms wide open, but it really takes a choice and that choice is ours. And, you know, anyone listening to this, whether do you want to be made well? Like, that's what we have to answer. Do we want to be made well? We, if it's yes or if it's no, you really have to answer that on your own. But, um, but God is there ready for us, you know, whenever we make that decision. And, and I, I really would just hope that, you know, anyone who gets their hands on this book, um, when it is published later in the year, that they would, that they would just, you know, be led back to him and, and remember that stuck is never stuck. It's just a, it's just a mindset. Girl, I was, I had to like refocus because <laughs> I had the choice and I was like, whoa, like I, like I was hearing you talk, but I was like, wow, that is so deep. Like, that's so good because it, it, it's so true. Like sometimes we get in a rut and we just stay there and we, you know, we don't look around to see that there's a walkway right there that we can just walk right out of it. But we just see, you know, this little tunnel vision and we see, oh man, I'm stuck here. What can, you know, there's no point, you know, we just really just, and the enemy loves for us to be in that place because he knows that we're vulnerable. He knows that that's the perfect time to spit those lies and uh, twist scripture to make it against us and all these Mm -hmm. things. And so now you look up and you think, oh, there's no hope for me. I'm completely lost. There's no point. I shouldn't go on. I've just, you know, I'm here or I really don't know what I'm doing. I don't know my purpose. I don't know these things. Like, why would I keep going? And that's the exact opposite of what God wants for us. So I'm super right. 
for this book. Um, what's the, do you have a title for the book so the girls can be looking out for it? I, so right now I'm, I'm tossing up titles in, in my head. I just really want to get a piece about it. Um, so I'm in between two right now. So that's, uh, TBD to be decided. Okay, girl. Okay. Well, either way, um, when you announce your tags and stuff at the end of this podcast, I want everyone that is listening to make sure that you're looking out for when her book drops. I'm super excited. I know it's going to be encouraging to me and so many others all across the world i'm excited about it and me i've had to go back to some of the pages like i'm like god you're still working on me on that one. Oh, okay girl, i know writing a book will it'll, it'll snatch you up real quick girl <laughs> right so thanks so much for every everything that you have contributed and that you've encouraged the girls with do you have any kind of last minute advice for anyone that's listening yeah i think with the greatest responsibility and I'll always come back to it. And it's something that God always has to work on me it, it, on me in. Wait, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> the, the one thing that I feel like I always have to come back to on the topic of responsibility is the greatest of all 10 commandments is love. God wants us to love others. And, um, you know, there's a Maya Angelou quote that says, People will forget what you did, but they'll never forget how you made them feel. And I think in, in today's climate and everything, you're placed here, you're born in 20 years, you know, you're, you're wherever you're at. There's a reason that you were born during this time and that you're, you know, living through this. And I just feel like now more than ever, we really need to hone into that and give that love to ourselves first. And then, you know, we'll be able to give that love to others. And so just always coming back to that. It sounds again, it sounds so simple to just say, oh, be love. But it's hard. And, you know, it's hard to, to live, act, move and, and to live that truth. So um, that's what I would just leave with to just remember love is love is the name of the game yeah that's so good and i believe that's why god made those you know our greatest commandments love yourself and um you know love, love your neighbor as yourself and you know love others because it's he knows how hard it would be so i was like i feel like that's why he was like let's make this the greatest commandment because yeah. <laughs> because it's got to be rough so let's just make it the really really important one that's so true and all things right. that we, do, we can love, we can love, 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 and the world will be changed because of it. Yes. A little call to action for listeners too. If you haven't already listened to Lauren Hill, tell him um, that whole song just basically goes over Corinthians and it's just talks about love and it's just done so beautifully. I, you know, Lauren Hill has got a voice that is a gift from God, but the way that she just re relays that and just comes back to that truth of, you know, putting love above is, is so beautifully done. And, um, and I think it'd be a, it'd be a great reminder of that. Yeah, girl. I love Lauren Hill. Oh, my God. Lauren Hill is always relevant. <laughs> yeah. Right. That song is perfect. Um, so Grace, thank you so, so, so much for everything that you've brought to the table, everything that you've um, encourage the listeners with, I know, and, um, just really hope that, you know, they'll, they will apply these things because these are such good tips, such good pointers that you brought to the table. I'm so thankful for you coming on and, and speaking about responsibility with me. Oh yeah. No, thank you for having me. And thank you for really being, you know, um, obedient to God's calling and, and speaking on responsibility during this time. I'm so glad that you're, you're um, relaying this message from, from God to your listeners about, about this topic. It's, it's so relevant. And thank you again for having me. Yes, 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 of course. Um, so I know that y'all are obsessed with Grace. She's the best, right? Oh my gosh, yeah. So tell the listeners how they can find you on social media, any kind of resources that they can find you on. So my main platform that I use is Instagram. So you can find me there at Simply Complicated, or you can go directly to my blog. At, um, it's www.simplycomplicated.club slash at the end. Don't forget the slash. And that's how that's mainly how you can connect with me. I'm always here, always available. And, um, you know, we're all just out here doing God's work <laughs> on assignment. <laughs> 
Yeah, for sure. So yeah, y'all definitely check her out. Her blog is really, really cool. Every day, every time you post, I'm just so provoked to change and be, I'm like motivated. I'm like, okay, I can do this. Okay. It's coming. <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> it really, it really, the name that you have for the blog just really sums up the content that you have. So it's really, really great. Um, so yes, thank you so, so much for joining in. And um, I'm really grateful for you being on here. So thank y'all so much for tuning in. That's it for this week's episode. If you haven't already, you can also follow Christian Girls Pop on Facebook and Instagram at Christian Girls Pop. That's a tag for both. You can check out our website at ChristianGirlsPop.com. And you can send in any prayer requests or if you just want to chat, you can send those conversations to ChristianGirlsPop at gmail.com. We're going to have our monthly Bible study on this Saturday, June 27th, and there's two opportunities for you to join. We will have a 5 p.m. session on Facebook Live and then a 7 p.m. session on Zoom. They're both really fun, so I'm excited for y'all to be able to join. If you would be interested in the Zoom Bible study, you can send any emails to christiangirlspop at gmail for the link, or you can DM us on Facebook or Instagram. And we can send you the link. Also, the flyer has been posted on Facebook. And you can have the direct link there as well. So thanks so much for tuning in. And remember, Jesus already loves you so much. Don't you ever forget it.